The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. This is an emergency podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, joined by John Breach to break down the Los Angeles Chargers, almost called them the San Diego Chargers, firing Brandon Staley, their head coach, and GM Tom Telesco in the wake breach of a 63, that's right, 63 points scored by the Raiders, a 63-21 blowout against to the char- of the Chargers on Thursday Night Football in literal primetime on Amazon Prime. Uh, the score at halftime, I believe, was 42 to nothing. The Raiders, Antonio Pierce, according to uh, Kaylee Hartung in an interview, said we're going to keep our foot on the gas. And boy, did they to the point, John, that Brandon Staley was actually fired by the Chargers on a scale of one to ten. How surprised were you that the Chargers fired a coach midseason for the first time since Kevin Gilbride in 1998? Uh, based on the fact that they are notoriously cheap, I will say uh, if 10 is absolutely shocked that they did this, I was a two. I was not surprised that you can't yeah. give up 63 points to a team that got shut out four days before that game uh, and expect to keep your job. This was just the straw that broke the camel's back. There was no way Staley was going to survive this loss. I mean, to me, the bigger surprise uh, the nine, if 10 is total shock, is that Tom Telesco lost his job because that guy managed to survive every coaching change with the Chargers since being hired in 2013. Uh, but the Spanos family, Dean Spanos said, no, we give up six, three points to the Raiders. That's embarrassing. Heads have to roll. And Staley, Telesco, the heads are gone. They're rolling out of L.A. now. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm not that surprised, though, to see Staley fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I sort of thought, so, one, and I'll put it, this is what I wrote in uh, in our in our Slack channel uh, this morning, about 8, 8.30. We're definitely going to have an emergency podcast today, right? You can't survive giving up 63 to the Raiders in primetime on a Thursday. I don't want, I just don't want anyone to be surprised when it happens at 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time, earliest West Coast press release approval time. I was about, I was almost like an hour just short. And what I should have realized is that if you're going to fire the general manager as well, 
that's that's where the extra hour kicks in. And really, you're not gonna you're not gonna issue that press release. You're not gonna start leaking it to the the insiders until um in, until really you get to that 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 actual uh yeah you know, noon Eastern time. But yeah, I, I think I think I don't know if it's a nine for I think it's a nine that Telesco was fired today, right in season. I think it's a I don't think it's that shocking that he was fired overall but and th- and that's really only because you talk about the the coaching changes he was hired in 2013 they fired they fired north turner uh oh god aj uh telesco oh, was hired in 2013 tom telesco was hired in 2013 they fired uh the gm and north turner oh man who's the gm aj uh probably wrote about it at the time I, i'm drawing a complete blank i'll, I'll remember it in just a second but they, he hires mike mccoy they end up firing mike mccoy he hires uh, AJ Smith, excuse me. They hired Lance Lynn and they fire him after four years. And then they fire Brandon Staley almost four years in. So you, he got four, or excuse me, in his third year, Brandon Staley was. Um, he got four years with two coaches and a franchise quarterback in Phillip Rivers, who played the entire time before they drafted Justin Herbert. And then he got a year with Lynn and Herbert and three years with Staley and Herbert before he was finally shown the door to Lesko that is and Brandon Staley was going to be gone after this year but I think to your point to Lesko being shown the door is a is a massive deal I also sort of wonder uh what it you know if there's any sort of we can get into this but any sort of like oh man we had a chance to hire Sean Payton and we didn't and the Broncos beat us and they look like a playoff team and oh Tom Telesco talked me out of that I think it's just the Chargers saying we've got to do a wholesale changeover because of where we are. Um, this is probably already coming at the end of the year, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Chargers had high expectations this year. This is a team that's coming off 10-7 and seven season last year, went to the playoffs. But, you know, for me, it feels like this all kind of started when they blew a 27 nothing lead against Jacksonville. It was, there's no way they're going to recover from that. Staley said all the things this entire offseason. Uh, we've put that from behind us. We're not going to worry about that. We're not mm. going to think about that. This is a new season. And then you come out and you play like you still have a hangover from that game. And that, that just can't happen. I think another big thing with Brandon Staley is that this is a guy who was a defensive coach. So you expect their defense yep. to improve. You you have the franchise quarterback uh, and all you need is an average defense for this team to be good, and that never happened. I mean, uh, as of today, when he got fired, they gave up the the twenty seventh most points in the, or they they ranked twenty seventh in the NFL in points surrender. They ranked twenty ninth, which is the fourth worst in the NFL in total yards surrendered. They were never higher than top twenty in defense in points surrendered or in total yards surrendered. They've just been horrible on defense under Staley. Yes, they played a couple good games here and there. We saw Cleo Mack at six sacks in one game earlier this season. But overall, the defense just wasn't bad. That can't be your bread and butter. And you're losing games 36 to 34 in week one because your defense gets rolled by the Dolphins. You give up 27 points to the Titans. You lose that game in overtime. 31 to the Chiefs, 41 to the Lions. The defense just hasn't been good. And so I think the, the, the front office, Spanos, has just said, all right, this is it. This is embarrassing. You're gone, Brandon. Well, and look, Brandon Staley, when he took over the Chargers at the time, it's like, okay, this guy is, you know, big into analytics. He is going to take a different approach 
to how the Chargers operate. I think everybody was really on board with his fourth down decision making. And in his first year, the Chargers were 23rd in yards allowed and 29th in points allowed on defense. Not great, but you can at least excuse it by saying, all right, this, you know, this team is, you know, has a top five passing offense, has a top, uh, top five overall offense in the NFL. As soon as Brandon Staley fixes the defense, this is going to be a really good team. Well, there was definitely some stuff with the fourth down thing where the front office and the ownership wasn't on board with it. That got convoluted last year. As you pointed out, you know, the Chargers were six and six. They go on a hot run. They make the playoffs. They go to Jacksonville for the wild card game. They've got a huge halftime lead, and then they choke that away. And it's, it's just fascinating to think about because they lost to the Chiefs last year by three points in each game. Could they go to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs in the playoffs after beating the Jaguars? Probably, probably not. But it, they could have they could have made it a good game. And it's just it's just it's just it's it's a uh, it's it's amazing. It's like you know things can change quickly in the NFL, where you are you feel like you're making significant progress. But the overall arching point with Brandon Staley is that his defenses, as you noted, Breach, were bad. His defense never was good, and it's not like he's taking over this just barren roster on defense that has no talent. They have Derwin James. They have Joey Bosa. They, they have a lot of first round picks on the defensive side of the ball. The offense being good is nothing. You did it with Joe Lombardi. You did it with Kellen Moore. And it and really, it doesn't feel like it was as good as it could have been given that you have Justin Herbert and all of these weapons. So it's like, congrats. The offense is what any, any coach in America would have it be. Why can't you fix the defense if you're a defensive guy, especially when the Rams were first in yards and first in points in his lone year as defensive coordinator there? Yeah, and the other thing is the offense was probably a problem too where Brandon Staley brought in Kellen Moore. The offense was supposed to improve, and it didn't. I saw a lot of tweets last night of, oh, look, this is how just awesome Justin Herbert is. He misses one game, and the Chargers offense falls apart. Uh, did anybody watch the last three weeks of Chargers football? On Sunday in Week 13, the Chargers scored seven points uh in week 12 against the patriots the chargers scored six points they had zero touchdowns against the patriots uh in week 12 or week 11 against the ravens they had 10 points so that was three straight games with herbert where they scored 10 points or less and and so that became a problem and it's like at this point what are we good at what are we doing here we've got to just overhaul everything and I do think that is what's going to happen. I don't think Kellen Moore will get this job. I, maybe he's named interim coach. We don't know as of 1245 when we're recording this who the interim coach is going to be. But I just think there's been so many offensive struggles this year that the Chargers have a uh, tough time justifying keeping him, unlike Antonio Pierce, who made you know quite the statement on Thursday night by putting up 63 points that he should be the full-time coach. So, yeah, I think the offensive problems compounded with the defensive problems – and that is why we'll see a total house cleaning at the end of the year. Yeah, it, it really wasn't. And we talked about this in the past like week. It wasn't a matter of could Brandon Staley save his job? The Chargers are what now? Five and nine? Five and like, nine. It was out there. Unless they, unless they ran the table and got some insane lottery ball combination of events whereby they made the playoffs, he was losing his job. And Again, Tom Telesco, third coach. Most GMs only get two coaches max. Tom Telesco got three of them and didn't win much of anything despite having two franchise quarterbacks, despite having a franchise quarterback the entire time. 
Like at no point were they missing a franchise quarterback, except for when Anthony Lynn thought he should start Tyrod Taylor, and then the doctor jabbed Tyrod Taylor in the in the in the organs and forced Justin Herbert to start. I digress. The point being, this was happening at some point after this season, barring a absolute miracle run. The fact that it happened on Friday is just indicative of. You know, we talk about these Heisman moments when guys can, or MVP moments when guys can win, you know, win the award by virtue. Like when Jamar Chase put up 225 against the Chiefs, right? And won the offensive rookie of the year. Well, the same, the opposite thing happens with getting fired. You let the Raiders, who didn't score a point last week, drop 63 points on you in primetime. That's how you can lose your job. And somebody will have to replace it. Will it be a big name? Will it be a Hall of Fame coach? We will throw out some possibilities for the next Chargers coach after the break. Coming up next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Breach. What um what coach of these two big names? And these are look, these are gonna be the big names that get thrown out there. This is by far and away. And that's just saying something considering you're in a division now with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, who look like Sean Payton looks like he's got the Broncos going the right direction. And you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid who are going nowhere for a long time. Like eight and five, eight and four, eight and, eight and five is a down year, whatever they are. Um, this is the most attractive job that's going to be on the, on the market because Justin Herbert has shown all pro capabilities. He has shown that he can be a franchise quarterback. He, can sh- he has shown that you can really fashion an incredible offense around him. So which one of these two names would intrigue you more as the next Chargers head coach, Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? Uh, For me, the answer is Bill Belichick. And that is the person I am calling right now. If I am Dean Spanos, I am on the phone with Robert Kraft. I am asking him what he wants. I'm telling him we're going to have a top 15 pick this year. You can have that. Uh, just get Bill over here. And look, we know that the writing seems to be on the wall for Belichick in New England. It feels like he is not going to be there in 2024. And we've seen multiple reports suggesting the Patriots probably wouldn't fire him. They would probably trade him. 
And to me, this is just the perfect landing spot. You're 71 if you're Belichick. You tell the Spanishes, look, three years. That's what I got left to meet. That's my window. I want to win a Super Bowl in three years. I absolutely think we can do that. And I think I've done this comparison earlier this year as far as Belichick jumping to a different team. But for me, it feels it feels like Phil Jackson jumping from the Bulls to the Lakers where, yeah, did Belichick make some horrible decisions in New England? Yes, but it, the biggest problem is that they couldn't find a franchise quarterback after he made the decision to move on from Brady. Well, now you have the franchise quarterback. We know that Belichick is probably the best defensive coach in NFL history. He's going to be able to do what Staley couldn't do. And the key here, Brinson, and I think me and you talked about this in the past couple of weeks, was how would Belichick mesh in a system where he doesn't have general managing duties? Well, guess what? He doesn't have to worry about that anymore because there is no general manager in Los Angeles with the Chargers. So I think he would be much more open to taking this job. That's the guy. Well, you think Belichick or Harbaugh? I mean, I think Bill Belichick is going to be the biggest story in the NFL this offseason. Like, what happens? He's the greatest coach in professional football history. Although people now people are like, well, oh, you know, arguably. It's like, shut, shut the F up. Like, he's the greatest coach in NFL history. He won six Super Bowls. You know, like, the, he's, he's, the, he's the GOAT. The idea that he would be, leave New England and go somewhere else is fascinating. It, it's, it's easily the biggest story of the offseason. And if he goes to the Chargers and gets Justin Herbert and has these players on defense like Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and Derwin James, Kenneth Murray. Oh, he's struggled some. But I mean, like, yeah, they, they got ball, they got players, dude. Asante Samuel Jr. If 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 he gets a hold of that defense, it can flip it around. I mean, Belichick and Andy Reid would go head to head twice a year. Mahomes versus Belichick. Andy Reid versus Belichick twice a year for like the next three or four years with Justin Herbert on Belichick's side. The, the, the possibilities are fascinating. So I'm all for that. The one issue, I guess the, the one issue I have is the, you know, would you have to give up a, would you have to give up something of significance to get him from New England? I think at this point, it's sort of trending in the direction of the Patriots would be more willing to trade. Now, would they want to trade him in the AFC? I don't know. But, you you know, they're more willing to trade him because then they don't have to fire him and they can move on and start fresh as well. And that would be a better ending. You know, it's either that or like the mutual separation. You can't fire Bill Belichick. I think the really fascinating thing about Jim Harbaugh here is, one, the timing of it. So it was going to be a little tricky with Harbaugh because he has playoff games. He has a playoff game against Alabama coming up. Or, isn't that January 1st? Are the, play, are the playoff games on January 1st? I think they are. So he's got a playoff game on January 1st. And then if he wins, he has the national championship with Michigan. If he loses and the season, the NFL season ends on either December 31st or, or January, it's, it's over about, about the same time. In other words, like that time he works out, if he loses to Alabama and Nick Saban, Harbaugh, it would be fairly seamless. What, the more interesting thing to me is that this Chargers roster breach, I think, is about the closest thing that we've seen in terms of a roster with no head coach, a vacancy at head coach, and the quality of talent on a roster that's that we've seen since the 49ers when Harbaugh took over. That team was loaded. Everybody everybody talked about it. They're like, why can't this 49ers team win? Is it like just a curse of the Niners? Like this Niners team can't turn it around. They've got all this talent on defense. They've got all this talent on offense. And then Harbaugh gets in there in year one. They're awesome because he's a, just a much better coach than Mike Singletary. 
And you could make the case when you look at this roster. We got the depth chart up here on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL and CBS. Rashawn Keenan Allen, not a former first third round pick, but a first round talent. Rashawn Slater, first round pick. Zion Johnson, first round pick. Gerald Everett, uh, high end free agent signing. Josh Palmer, third round pick. Quentin Johnson, first round pick. Justin Herbert, of course, a first round pick. And then Austin Eckler, maybe his future is up in the air, but. Yeah, I think if Belichick was Belichick or Harbaugh took over, they'd want him back. And then defensively, Cleo Mack, they trade for they signed they trade for him, excuse me, from Chicago, but he was a former first round pick. Um, you know, Kenneth Murray, first round pick. Eric Kendricks might have been a first round pick with the Vikings. Well, the one thing, real quick, Brenton, let me cut in it, just on the, the 49ers comparison is that before Harbaugh got hired, the 49ers had eight straight seasons where they finished 500 or under. They, yeah. they never had a winning record. So, like, that well, you're we saying you're comparing the Chargers to 49ers. I think that kind of downplays the how bad the 49ers, job. yeah, the, right, yeah. right. The coaching job that Harbaugh did once he got hired, like, totally agree that Harbaugh turned that team around, but yeah, so I, I think that he would be excellent for this uh job because I think that's kind of where you're going is that it does feel like I mean, it feels like if you got one NFL got, job he's gonna take, yeah, this would be it. Well, I mean, 2000 since 2015. Or if you'll go 2013 when, when Tom Telesco took over and Mike McCoy was hired, replacing Norv Turner, 9945912579105. When you have Philip Rivers and Justin Herbert, that is really bad. Like you have two franchise quarterbacks, both of them were drafted with top 10 picks, and you win 10 or more games twice in 10 years. That's terrible. I know the division's tough, but. You know, this is just a, a a thing where if you are if you get the right coach in here, this is a job that can this thing can flip around overnight. In a similar way to the Niners, that's sort of my point. It was like this is a, this is a, a if you hire Jim Harbaugh and hit and, and the draft and draft okay, this will be a team that is like fifteen to one to win the Super Bowl at the highest. And, and to that point, you know, for people who don't have that long of a memory or haven't been following the football for over 10 years is that Harbaugh got hired by the 49ers in 2011 and they immediately went to three straight NFC title games. I mean, that yeah. is just unreal for a coach to come in and pull off a turnaround like that. So yeah. And like you said, the timing kind of works there for out four years and he went to three NFC championship games. Right. And, and because of all the coaching rules in place, I don't think the chargers would hire someone probably till late January so that gives Harbaugh plenty of time to coach in the playoff. And if they yep. win, coach in the national title game, not worry about whether he's going to take the Chargers job. So, yeah, I think that's the, the timing definitely factors into that. Well, and I think, too, that the Brandon Staley stuff, firing him now, it gives you the opportunity to explore through back channels. Send some feelers. Yeah, put out some feelers. It, it lets you – and remember, and we talked about this last week. I think it was on the Brady Quinn show. Brady mentioned it. Harbaugh reportedly – had a contract extension from Michigan on the table last week. The one stipulation that was holding up the signing of the contract extension was that Harbaugh had to agree not to pursue NFL opportunities this offseason. That contract has not been reportedly reportedly not been or it has not it has not yet been reported that it was signed, which means it probably wasn't signed. And I think that's really interesting because you can say Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man. At the end of the day, Jim Harbaugh wants to win a Super Bowl. He came tantalizingly close when he took over the Niners. Again, you lose the conference championship your first year by three points in an insane game to the eventual Super Bowl champion, New York Giants. 
you win the conference championship your second year and you lose the Super Bowl to your brother with a chance to win the Super Bowl on a Hail Mary when Breach pulled the plug on Beyonce at halftime. Well, real quick, the NFC title game was actually at that game in 2011 as a fan, and Fort Anders fumbled two punts in that game. The Giants, Giants yeah, off of both of those, and that, they won 2017. And then remember, and then the, the following year, you lose the NFC Championship game when you have the pass, the attempted pass to uh, from Colin Kaepernick to Michael Crabtree, and Richard Sherman defends it and then pro- promptly goes on the tirade to Aaron, Aaron Andrews in the end zone. So, like, you are this close to being in three straight Super Bowls when you take over the 49ers, and the only reason you're fired is because of massive internal infighting between you and the GM, Trip Balky at the time, also why the Jaguars didn't draft Aiden Hutchinson. Anyway. Uh, real so, quick, I see a commenter was asking about the if it's possible to trade coaches. We saw that with... The Broncos and Sean Payton is just pretty simple. If a coach is still under contract with another team and another team wants him, they call up, they say, here's some draft picks. Uh, the the Broncos sent the Saints a first-round pick and a second-round pick. They get Payton. We saw Bruce Arians traded from the Cardinals. Bill Belichick was traded from the Jets to the Patriots. Bill Belichick was traded. Just going back kind of time here, we saw Bruce Arians traded 2019 Buccaneers-Cardinals. John Gruden was a big one. Yeah, Bruce Arians retired for a year. He was still under contract with Arizona, but there were no first-round picks involved. It was like, a, I think, a couple fifth-round picks I, I always forget about that one. Uh, obviously, John Gruden traded from the Raiders to Tampa Bay. And Belichick that's kind of what we're working with here with Belichick or with Gruden because that one worked out right away. Tampa Bay went on to win a Super Bowl. Uh, the Bruce Arians trade worked out right away because also Tampa Bay went on to win a Super Bowl. And now here we are talking about possibly trading Belichick. All right. Probably for at least one first-round pick. I think that's I think, I think Belichick pick. might be less than a first-round pick, honestly. Six times in a winner. I know, but if the Patriots want to get rid of him and can ship him out for like a second round pick, I don't know. I mean, we'll see if Kraft wants to play hardball or if he wants to be nice to his coach. You want him six. But, six but Belichick might be like, nah, dude, I want that first round pick. You have to fire me. Like, you have to fire me and then I'm just going to sign with the Chargers. Right. Like, I'm not, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You can fire it because. When Belichick left, the I will Jets, tell you how good of terms Kraft and Belichick are on because they should be able to kind of deal that out. That's that's what I'm saying is like, of course they're going to want the first round pick, but remember, there's no like GM to really negotiate this, and it'd be the owners talking about it. And you would think Belichick would have to sign off on it. And if Dean Spanish is willing to give up a bunch of first round picks for Belichick, maybe Belichick doesn't want to go work for him. So hey, who knows? That's going to be it's going to be an interesting uh, one to watch. Some coordinators who we should also consider, I think. Um, I, you got to think that after going with Anthony Lynn and then going to a defensive coordinator and Brandon Staley, that they are going to go offensive here because as always, you know, you got the franchise quarterback, Justin Herbert's development is the number one priority for this franchise. And that's reasonable. So some names that I'll throw out and then I'll let you, I'll, I'll say uh, Ben Johnson from the lions is the most obvious name. He's the hottest Candidate. This is why you you turn down the the Panthers and all of a sudden you're you're hot mess again. This is a smart smart move. Turn down the turn down the Panthers and go back to Detroit. Win a bunch of games. Have Jared Goff looking awesome. You're a hot name. Bobby Slowick of the Texans. Just because of how good C.J. Stroud has been, it would be really surprising if he didn't get a look as well. Even though you know from the Shanahan tree, even though you don't know exactly what he's going to be as a head coach. And then your boy in Miami, uh, Breach, Frank Smith. Frank Smith. Yeah. Frank but he's in Miami. He's with the Dolphins. 
Well, if you're going to leave the Dolphins, this is the job you would do it for. I think that- I'm saying he's I'm saying he's in the he's from Miami of Ohio, but is in Miami of Florida right now. So fitting. Why would you leave Miami if you're going from Miami to Miami? I don't know. But yeah, I think this is definitely a job that Frank Smith, Ben Johnson would love to get. And that's the other thing. If you're the Panthers, you are so upset that this Chargers job is open because what coach or what person who candidate in their right mind would even want to interview for the Panthers job if they have a chance at getting the Chargers job? Uh, yeah, I think Ben Johnson, Frank Smith, probably the big ones. Maybe you could throw Eric Bieniemy in there just because he's familiar with the division after having been with the Chiefs all those years and the commander's offense hasn't been that bad this year. Um, you know, it would be the most Chargers thing ever, though, would be to hiring Kellen Moore full time. <laughs> oh, well, that Kellen Moore would definitely be on the list of the most Chargers thing ever. Oh, our offense didn't do that much better this year, but he looked okay. And maybe if we give him more time with Justin, Herbert, they, he wins, and, he, he wins their final three games, and they're like, Well, he did go three and oh, and he doesn't cost nothing. But yeah, exactly. That would be the Chargers logic. Hey, he's never been a head coach for us, so we have to pay him two million dollars a year. So let's do Kellen Moore. Uh, no, also, so either Kellen Moore or Frank Reich, I think, would also be oh. the most Chargers hire ever, where you have kind of a double retread, but I feel like you could justify it just because eh, he failed in Carolina because he didn't have the quarterback he wanted, and he did well in Indy considering the circumstances. They got stuck using five different starting quarterbacks in five seasons, which is not on him. He's just using the QBs right. that he's being handed uh, and when you consider that he was running through Andrew Luck and Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz, uh, that it wasn't that bad. So I, I could how about, see how about Frank Wright with Phillip Rivers as his offensive coordinator. <laughs> I'm kind of kidding. That would be hey, coaches football. He coaches high school football. Maybe the Chargers call up uh, old Phil and see if he wants to coach a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those are some names that they could consider. Obviously, defensive coaches will be involved, too. I do think and I mentioned this earlier, just real quickly to touch on it. There is some FOMO lingering with Sean Payton. Sean Payton, by all accounts, wanted that Chargers job. He wanted to work with Justin Herbert. I think that having to pay Brandon Staley after you fired him and the, and the Chargers being cheap and also Tom Telesco's influence on ownership is largely what prevented them from really getting into the Sean Payton sweepstakes. And I think Sean Payton would have taken less money to coach the Chargers than he did to coach the Broncos. So I think there's probably some FOMO there for the Chargers. And the other part of that is that maybe you're thinking, eh, well, the Chargers did go 10 and 7. They made the playoffs. It's hard to justify firing your coach. But yes. this is also Dean Spanos, who fired Marty Schottenheimer after he went 13 and 3, uh, I think in 2006 or 2007. 2000, 2006, when they lost to, after 2006, they, no, he went 14 and two and they fired him. 14 and two, yes. So if you can fire your coach after he goes 14 and two, uh, you can fire anyone at any time. So the Chargers are just, this organization, it's trash. It, yeah, it's been poorly run for quite some time. So this will be a huge, I think they need to hit a home run. You can't go back to the, Fresh face, no head coaching experience like you did with Staley. Uh, they their, tried last three, their last three coaches were all first-time head coaches, and Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley. I think uh, Anthony would. Lynn had been the interim after Rex Ryan got fired at Buffalo, but prior to that was a was a first-time head coach. Um, and yeah, I think in pony up. yeah, I think they have to pony right. up. But two thousand six, they went fourteen and two, had the best, uh, I believe, the best offense and a top ten defense. They had the Patriots and Tom Brady at home in the divisional round. 
Marlon McCree intercepts Tom Brady. He's trying to run it back. Fumbles. And Tom Brady leads to come back. And, and they lose to the Patriots. They fire Marty. They bring in North Turner. And then they lost in the conference championship in New England the following year. And Philip Rivers tore his ACL in the... You know what? This is... I don't know why I'm redoing history. Anyway, the Chargers have had a bad run for a long time. They need to go out and just spend money on a coach and bring in somebody who will get the most out of Justin Herbert, who you just gave a ton of money to. Don't waste his career the way that you wasted Philip Rivers' career. Chargers, we beg you. Thanks for watching. Brinson, you want to end with a quick bit of trivia? Absolutely. All right, here you go. Both Josh McDaniels and Staley were fired this year. This marks the second time since 2002 that two coaches in the same division have both been fired in the middle of the season. Ooh. What was the other division in what year? I'm, I'm, uh, I'll give you one. You could even Google this. I don't think you'll find it. And I'm not seconds. Googling it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> um, uh, what, give me a decade. Uh, it was between, it was before, it was not in the past 10 years. It was not in the past 10 years. It was not in the past 10 years. Um, is it, is it the NFC East? I'll say Wade Phillips and somebody with the Washington Commanders. It is the NFC West. 2008 oh. Rams fired Scott, Scott Linehan. 49ers fired Mike Nolan. I, I've i got – oh, never mind. I was thinking that um, – for some reason, I was thinking that, uh, that Brandon Staley went to John Carroll University. Did he coach there? Staley – was the defensive coordinator at John Carroll, which is where Josh McDaniels went to college. And just that was the other thing about Staley when he got hired. That was the big question mark is that you had a guy who literally he got hired by the Chargers in 2021. He had been a division three defensive coordinator as recently as 2016. So he made the jump from division three defensive coordinator to NFL head coach in five years. And when he was with, um, but he was at he was at John Carroll for a year as the DC. Moved to James Madison as the DC. Came back to John Carroll for two years as the defensive coordinator. And I believe, and I think he tells a story. He basically went and begged Vic Fangio to work on his team, to work with him. Vic Fangio hired him as the outside linebackers coach for the Bears. He was the outside linebackers coach for two years with the Bears. Fangio brought him to the Broncos when he got hired there. In 2019, I believe, and then thought so, and Sean McVay thought so much of him that he hired him away from Fangio and brought him to the Rams to be his defensive coordinator. Staley was there for one year and then became an NFL head coach. So, I mean, like the guy is why you know, well regarded, but in terms of experience before he became a head coach, it's pretty crazy how, how, how small it is. Yep, all right, it is wild. That'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Of course, we'll have much more on the Chargers as we move forward. And, of course, Sunday night, recapping week 15 of the NFL season with myself, John Breach, and Ryan Wilson. Make sure to tune in. Hit the like button. Smash that subscribe button. If you're listening to the, party, uh, bleh, the, uh, the podcast in audio form, leave a five-star review. For Breach, I'm Brinson. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 